back again. I'm here with Shraddha. And uh, so, yeah, just thank you very much for giving so much love to all the episodes before. Uh, so, uh, I'm here, here with Shraddha. Shraddha is an orthodontist, a podcast blogger, and very much. So, let us talk to her and get to know more what she does about. It. Yeah, thanks, Shraddha, for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Lakshat. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, so the question is to you can you just explain about your background and what you do, and yeah. Sure. So I do a lot of things, <laughs> very, very different from each other. Um, basically, okay. So it it all started when I was a kid. Um, okay. Basically, I'm a fourth generation great grandfather, grandfather, my dad and his brother. I just, um, I mean, in school, the only subject I was good at was biology. <laughs> so it uh, was just a natural inclination that I had. It just came naturally to me. Um, so yeah, so I thought that I'd do dentistry because it seemed a little lighter. I didn't think I had the, uh, capability to slog it out for medicine. Okay. Uh, I, I was I was always very real with myself. I didn't have very like high ambitions. I was like, itna capacity, itna kar lete hai. Um, but yeah, so basically I did five years of dentistry, then dropped a year, uh, then did another three years of uh, my master's in orthodontics, which okay. is basically um, the speciality where we work with braces on uh, all age groups. Now that it's not only uh, confined to children. Okay. So what happened was that at the end of my ninth year of being a dentist, which was uh, at the end of my uh, final year of master's, I realized that um, because medicine and dentistry is so um, taxing, okay. it just takes over your life. Like mm-hmm. since... 11th standard I hadn't done a single thing other than studying for the next exam the next exam the next exam the next exam (coughs) sorry so basically um, at the so what happened was that we had three months to prepare for our final exams but due to some issues with the university that got extended to another three months so I had six months of sitting at home trying to study and then figuring out and with all this free time, I realized, you know, all these thoughts were going on and I discovered the world of Instagram, something I was really opposed to. And, um, you know, I, I had free time, so I downloaded it and I started going through bloggers photos, you know, because obviously that's what would come up. Yeah. The most beautiful photos were the blogger photos. Yeah. So I had a very strong inclination. I was very mesmerized, but at the same time, I felt like it looks doable. I think I can manage that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I decided that I wanted to take up photography as a side thing, just for like myself. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, so my but I made a promise that I will wait till my exams finish before I get into this, because right now I can just aspire. If I start studying it, then my MDS. <laughs> but I will go for a toss. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So then I moved back to Delhi um, from Coorg and uh, slowly, slowly started studying about it, reading about it. I thought I'd have a blog. I really wanted to do travel, but it didn't seem feasible at that time. Yeah. So I started with fashion, and uh, I don't know if if it was the time because uh, it wasn't so saturated. But um, in 2017, the first year was amazing. Like I shot up to, I think around 15, 18,000, 20,000 followers in no time. Okay. So, which is very different from the scenario now. Yeah. Um, so, 
so yeah so slowly it picked up uh, i was lucky to do some really good collaborations in the beginning uh, i had pantine i had avon i had oriflame that i did right at the beginning uh-huh. so it just kind of you know made me feel like okay i was going the right direction uh-huh. and in fact one of my first posts i think it was the third post or something like that Okay. Uh, within my first five posts, some Hollywood celebrities liked my posts, oh, wow. and I was like, "Oh wow, <laughs> I must be doing something right, dude." So yeah, so like these little, little, little things that kept happening that kept reinforcing this, you know, path of mine that I was taking, uh-huh. and um, yeah, so I just kept uh, exploring the world. I started experimenting more with my fashion. I started working with photographers. Earlier, I just tried to take photos on my own. That was a big disaster sometimes. Um, but yeah, so uh, with each win, um, I, I realized I was this was meant for me. You know, it it felt right. Mm-hmm. and uh, on the other hand i was still doing dentistry i was still doing orthodontics which yeah. i really enjoyed uh, i love the fact that i am able to visibly um you know make a difference in people's lives you know uh, there are so many people who have come to me like when i've taken off the braces they've had tears in their eyes so yeah. it's that's again so fulfilling to have that yeah so yeah with time um fashion eventually became a little monotonous for me i was like okay this you know i can't just keep clicking beautiful photos and putting it up yeah. so sometime last year i decided that i wanted to do something to make a difference in women's lives like my audience i really want that they should gain something from following me because it's i mean what's in a beautiful photo right it should have a message yeah. and that when i made that uh, decision uh, that is when the podcasting opportunity showed up in front of me basically um, first i launched my podcast with hubhopper okay. um the team that was there i guess you are also aware of um, yeah. it's a podcasting platform and uh, yeah. showcases your you know it, it's it's a it's a good platform to start yeah. off yeah. with and uh, i had i think two, two episodes that came out and i really like spoke about my life and my journey and stuff like that mm-hmm. um that unfortunately stopped because i guess the team had changed and um, then almost immediately after i got the opportunity from hindustan times wow. so that was a very big uh, this thing because hindustan times smartcast was just starting out and uh, they wanted uh, they were of course converting their own publications like uh, mint and so many others you know uh, into podcasts mm-hmm. but they also wanted originals okay. so a uh, smartcast original to be launched and wow. i'm very very honored i just completed season 1 and uh, season 2 we're already in the talks for season 2 so hopefully in uh, middle mid of april we should start with that mm-hmm. as well okay. so that's where i am right now Okay. long we, journey uh, we being uh, doing three things together being a dentist uh, or or on to dentist and being a blogger and being a podcaster what did you learn uh, from these three journeys together because uh, sometimes multitasking can be hard right um it's so, all you know people think it's just clicking pretty photos yeah. or just picking up the mic and talking 
it's not the amount of the amount of effort that the things i've learned okay like i've learned digital marketing social media marketing i have learned about seo i've learned uh, about hashtags and growth on social media i've learned about content i've learned about copy i've learned photography i've learned editing i've learned videography i've learned editing i've learned audiography and editing oh, yeah. i've learned how to write uh, you know scripts i've learned how to interview people so it's it's just endless it's it's yeah. a gift that keeps on giving you know i i truly feel like entering this because dentistry is one discipline okay but uh, this part of my life is so multidisciplinary it is so fulfilling every day i wake up with a challenge like this um this lockdown period 21 days sorry <clears throat> you won't believe i have signed up for at least 15 courses mm-hmm. and uh, i'm slowly working my way through each of them okay. so this it's endless you can just yeah. keep on learning things going in new directions it's a lot of fun <laughs> um so one more question is uh, just to give you one podcast and amazing um, episode of body shaming uh, would you like to speak about body uh, one body shaming body shaming yeah so would you like to yeah. speak about it? Uh, something about it? um yeah of course i mean i think all women all over the world but especially in india um experience it you know even for me uh so my journey with weight has been quite interesting okay. i was really really skinny as a child um i crossed 50 kgs when i was i think 24 years old and i celebrated okay and uh, i had just moved to do my masters and uh, it was in a small town in south india there was no like i couldn't find proper food you know the spices and all would irritate my stomach so i would have one meal a day and it would usually be chicken biryani okay. so that made me gain a lot of weight okay and by the end of it by the end of those 3 years i was around 75 80 kg okay so i was i went from really underweight to really overweight okay. and um, throughout like in school Oh, all throughout like whether it was aunties uncles friends boyfriends i had one boyfriend back then who would shame me like crazy mm-hmm. um uh, i mean of course i had only one ek se zyada nahi hote hain ek hi hota hai but uh, <laughs> i've been called all sorts of ugly i've been called giraffe i've been called olive oil so you know hearing all this and especially when you have a boyfriend who constantly shames you you don't believe that you're good looking not by far and that's the belief that i had um for the longest time okay. and it took a lot of fears working on myself to believe otherwise you know to start believing that okay i'm not maybe i'm not so great looking but i'm pretty okay looking yeah. i'm not ugly Yeah. Okay. Like no disfigurement. There's no, you know. Um, I mean, there's nothing excessively wrong with me. It's it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, all these insecurities, it makes you also do things to get validation. Right. Like there are you get into a mindset where you constantly want approval, and that becomes very toxic at times. a lot of people are able to 
um, stop at a certain point, but many people are not. Mm-hmm. And you'll see examples of it across the border. And uh, unfortunately, women are constantly mm-hmm. made to go through this. I don't know why, but women should always be well-dressed, presentable, Good perfect hair, perfect looks, perfect makeup. And I don't understand, like, why? Why does the same standard not apply to men? Yeah. If there has to be a standard, it should be for both. Yeah. So then I gained so much weight and that was another ball game because, yeah. you know, when you grow up in one particular size, it doesn't go into your head that, okay, my size has changed. Yeah. It happens with people who lose a lot of weight also, okay. but it happens with people who gain a lot of weight also. Yeah. So again, that like, I mean, it just played havoc on my uh, mental space because I was just like, what is this body? It feels like I'm in an alien body. Yeah. So thankfully, but with time, like, you know, it, it shed off once I came back home, once I started eating proper food, uh, I was diagnosed with endometriosis, which is a hormonal imbalance. Uh, It's a gynecological issue. I started taking hormone pills that really helped a lot. My hormones became balanced and I started shedding off that weight. Now I feel like I'm at a comfortable weight. I okay. am very happy with where I am. I do want to say that when I was overweight, that's when I started my um, Instagram page. And it it really helped a lot. Like I'm not saying that I was insecure, so it gave me validation. Okay. But the fact that... I learned how to dress for myself and how to present myself and it worked really well for me. Like, you know, having this avenue that was constantly giving me new opportunities, constantly giving me love and appreciation. Of course, it really worked wonders for my um, mental space. So, yeah, that's uh, been my journey with body shaming and I'm sure each and every woman out there has a very major story to tell about it. So do do you feel somewhere, um, you know, Bollywood or uh, any of some industries plays a big role in this, showing you, uh, shaming your body and telling you you're not beautiful, use this or uh, do you think uh, these fair and lovely creams or uh, something like that uh, help, you know, make you feel shameful about you? Of course, I mean, uh, right from, it's okay, and it's not just us, it's also the actresses who feel the shame, right? Yeah. Uh, so what happens is that there's this one particular beauty standard that's been set, mm-hmm. right? And we are constantly shown that as consumers, because that's how yeah. consumerism works. Yeah. All of these brands are going to sell their next range, their next product line. Uh-huh. Only by making us feel that we needed to be more beautiful. Not only is it us who are constantly shown this particular image, the actresses and the models who are actually photographed, their own bodies are morphed. So can you imagine what they must be going through? Yeah. Uh, seeing that their own bodies are not good enough and they need to be morphed to such an extent. That's why they go through all these uh, surgeries. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I can't even imagine, you know, what they would be going through. This photographer that uh, I was working with when I had just started out, I think I did two shoots with him. Okay. And uh, he would keep telling me, okay, madam, lose kariye. you need to go to the gym. I think it's time that you started going and working out. And uh, like, I'm someone who doesn't even uh, like, I don't react much to negativity. 
to the extent that sometimes it doesn't even register you know okay. i yeah. i just don't give space to it in my life um but the second time that i was shooting with him it was for a designer called aman bajaj who has become a very dear friend since um so aman heard him saying all this to me and he told me that this guy this photographer has no business trying to tell you all of this these things you know um because you're a blogger you have the power to show that you are a real person okay you don't have to morph your images you don't have to fit a particular size to be doing what you are doing yeah you're not a model you are a person who is of the public mm-hmm. so you are the voice of the public and someone like this talking to you you should not be taking it okay so of course i never worked with that photographer again but mm-hmm. that is the day that i realized the power of what a blogger or an influencer can do because you know it's and our responsibility towards the public because mainstream media is really messing it up for yeah. women and it's not just us it's you know like look at hollywood look at the kardashians look at you know lindsay lohan they're all role models they're revered they worshiped yeah and they're just plastic from top to bottom unfortunately yeah so So yeah I mean I think bloggers that way really unfortunately the bloggers abroad that I've seen also pretty much fit the same frame and I really wish there were more real bodies out there you know that we could look at I'm yeah. not saying that you should of course plus size models are amazing and plus size bloggers are doing a great job but there's that sweet spot in the middle which you know the large xl sizes which don't have representation and i'm here to fill that space <laughs> so how how do you think um, you know you can change or make a difference um you know in this industry on trying to be true uh, true you to yourself um so if you go through my instagram page uh, a lot of my fo- most of my photographs mm-hmm. in fact i think 1995% or more would be in you know local delhi streets it would yeah. be in a delhi you know it's not in a hotel it's not in like a fancy studio it's just you know everyday places where i showcase my fashion Okay. so that is one i try to showcase wearable fashion that mm-hmm. you can you know upscale and try to you know um and wear it on an everyday basis we are all of us are not going every day to a red carpet events so all those <laughs> gowns and all those lehengas are not necessary we're not attending weddings 365 days a, a yeah. year yeah so i try to do wearable fashion that's one um second of course is talking about uh my experience with body image body positivity and um, various things shaming bullying um um i mean everything across the board that has that has been my experience okay um again my podcast is again um addressing all of women's issues that mm-hmm. i feel you know should be addressed so season 1 was an introduction so we didn't really delve too deep okay but season 2 i'm going to be having experts for mental health experts for uh, gynecological experts dermatological experts you okay. know everyone coming in and speaking about how to actually help yourself in 
in in ways that are actually doable for the real person okay. you know you have these magazines and you have these uh, mainstream blogs which just um they skim the surface basically right they don't really tell you okay okay you should do this 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 and you know you'll your your this issue will be better yeah so my next, my next season of my podcast it i plan to do that with uh, with it i wanted to delve deeper into women's issues whether they're mental or physical that's that's the plan so as per what's the current um, problem a uh, big uh, bigger uh, bigger problem for women all over the world <laughs> well problems are i mean uh, there's no one problem right yeah. yeah there are so many <laughs> uh whether it's gender gap in payments or whether it's uh, um you know the women should be at home mentality yeah or whether it's um, um body image again okay. there are so many issues and unfortunately the scales have been tipped against women especially in india yeah so to step by step address each you know, every one of those issues like i'm planning to have some finance experts come on to my instagram uh, on my podcast sorry because again finance is something that a woman does not look after in her household yeah yeah you know any time someone tries to have a conversation and say that you know okay what is happening with this money we're always told ke oh your husband will look after it your father will look after right. it yeah and that's not the right attitude because i mean who knows what's going to happen tomorrow yeah. why should a woman be dependent and not have her own understanding of money mm, so i mean the the issues are endless mm-hmm. but one by one they can be addressed and it is my hope and dream and uh, desire to be able to make a little bit of a dent okay. so that women are able to understand the issues identify the issues and also do something about it mm-hmm. you know there's unfortunately there's a misconception that feminism is only about hating men yeah and i really disagree with that because feminism yeah. is actually about empowering women yeah true it has nothing to do with men yeah. and yeah. men as much a victim of patriarchy as women have been Yeah so i think it's it's just about uplifting women and that should be the focus not about bashing men okay yeah in what the times of being an orthodontist so sure. so um so i did 3 years in my um, masters i was in a small town in south india in kurk if you've heard of it yeah uh, so i was in uh, kurk for 3 years for my masters there's one dental college over there and uh, we had crazy number of patients so oh. i gained a lot of experience uh-huh. it was very stressful very hectic but uh, i learned a lot which okay. after leaving from there i realized um when i moved here i i mean dentistry is oversaturated unfortunately across the country okay. so and the people who are established are established and unless someone's hand is on your head it's very difficult to progress that unfortunately is a sad truth okay. but um, i was lucky to get opportunities i had worked with certain people before i did my masters who mm-hmm. um believed in me so they gave me opportunities okay and uh, now um orthodontics actually is more of a 
how how do i say we have visiting consultations okay so you will never be full time at one place you'll have like part time part time part time slots mm-hmm. throughout the week that okay. you'll go okay so right now now i'm with the two hospitals metro hospitals in delhi and a number of private clinics okay and uh, yeah it's 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 very interesting to like i said it's the most beautiful part is you know seeing the patient transform seeing yeah, yeah. you know how the braces are actually transforming a person's face and their looks yeah. and uh, you have to do it you know uh, properly and step by step to get amazing results yeah so i mean it's it's uh, it's a very rewarding field i would say okay. definitely Yeah. So what what's the reason behind you having your name uh, soda pop love uh, if you can just uh, have some yeah so I, I, it looks interesting <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh okay okay so basically i wanted my name to be soda pop because okay. i thought it's like a very bubbly happy name okay. but unfortunately it wasn't available on instagram <laughs> okay so i did love to it because i have a lot of love inside of me that i love to share with people um so that's how the name came about and uh, i didn't want to use my own name because ek to unfortunately my name has been absolutely butchered all over the world uh, including the passport office has made like gotten my spelling wrong Okay. so i did not want it want to use my name what are the bad and the worst and the good sides of um, the blogging industry um so i would say that uh, firstly fashion bloggers um there's not a lot of support that goes around because there are so many of them yeah. it's become crazy now and uh-huh. uh, unfortunately people i don't know if it's a delhi culture because i've only met delhi fashion bloggers okay. but there's not a lot of uh, support and fraternity that happens it's very very competitive okay and uh, the other thing that i would say is that people have spoiled the um market by doing too many barter collaborations okay so what happens is that a lot of brands say that uh, okay we'll pay you but then some blogger will say that okay no no i am happy to do it for free if you give me clothes and that really has messed up the market okay yeah because now it's literally like nobody's ready to pay so yeah. thankfully uh, because of uh, hindustan times i do have other avenues but fashion blogging alone is not sustainable unless you cross like 100000 followers in this day and age okay. it will probably increase even more with time uh-huh. so that's unfortunately one and of course um if you're not careful then social media is so addictive you'll just be on your phone all day long yeah, obsessing yeah. over the numbers obsessing over the comments you know so you have to be careful about that i've been there i think everyone has been there ek 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 follower count karte ho ek 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 comment jo aate hai you have to read it you know Yeah. So you have to be a little careful and watchful. Like for me, I set it up on auto schedule, and I don't even look at my phone yeah. because that is the only way that I can deal with it. Because uh, sometimes you even ha- as an uh, influencer, sometimes you even have to be uh, be back on posting pictures, and uh, not every time you're free to do it. So auto schedule uh, helps a lot to do that. 
yeah exactly because what was happening was that uh, so last year unfortunately i went through some emotional things and uh, because of that my instagram like i practically shut it down i think for three or four months i did not use my instagram at all so my growth slowed a lot and uh, i wasn't posting anything um i don't i mean i don't regret the time away because i needed that okay but uh, now that i have started using auto scheduling it's just so much less pressure you know to constantly be on the phone constantly being uh, you know in that moment you have to you know like if i'm in the middle of something i have to like get away from there open my phone yeah. take the photo you know tag all the accounts tag the location put the hashtags and then post so a good 10 minutes goes in that yeah and if i'm in the middle of something like if i'm driving the car or something i have to park to the side then do it you know so yeah. auto scheduling has changed my life yeah. i'm very happy with it yeah yeah See, same with me. Uh, I, I, I am in uh, like I post a lot of motivation things on uh, my post, uh, my Instagram. So I have mm-hmm. to be very um, you know back to back. And it was uh, I tried. I tried um, last year. I tried it a lot, but uh, mm. you know I was in my school and using phone and posting it, and it was totally in uh, hectic because you can't be back of doing it again and again. And uh, yeah. it was hard. It was hard. Um, so then this year I got, I got to know. Uh, an app which helped me auto scheduling and um, mm-hmm. as as a motivation blogger i have to post three pictures a day yeah so it's, it's crazy easy, yeah yeah it's easy to use an auto scheduler and schedule it because it, uh, you know you just have to uh, wait for one day um, collect all your con- content uh, write the caption and put auto schedule it and it's done so, yeah yeah you can you can post up to a month's worth of content yeah, right yeah so yeah. it's just it's just perfect like you can do the work which is required to do it every day yeah agreed <laughs> so yeah uh, thank you very much um, we have at the end almost i have just five last questions you can just give them yeah. uh, in a in a sentence or in a word or uh, if you want to get in yeah yeah it's a rapid fire <laughs> okay so first question is uh, can you just tell a best best advice you ever got best advice i ever got um whenever you are in a stressful or painful situation smile and it'll automatically get better it actually works that and always um, say thanks say give gratitude yeah practice gratitude yeah yeah, yeah that's amazing um worst advice you ever received worst advice okay <laughs> so many um to we yeah, are probably i mean it's not actual personal advice but yeah all the stuff that says eat less eat less eat less no yeah. please don't eat normally eat what your body requires yeah. and then exercise it off uh, probably eat more salads yeah. uh, that will help a lot yeah okay um what what are you how are you spending your yeah. quarantine how, how spend- am i spending quarantine yeah. i am washing dishes i am chopping vegetables i am cooking i am okay. trying to do courses but okay. not getting very far like uh-huh. i said i signed up for like 15 20 courses uh-huh. but uh, yeah every day is a struggle and lots of guilt for not doing the courses yeah yeah why should you routine your old self 18 year old self okay um be kind to yourself okay. love yourself uh-huh. and believe in yourself because not everyone will love you the way you need it mm-hmm. not everyone will be kind to you okay. when you need it especially mm-hmm. and yes. not everyone will believe in you but you need to believe in yourself okay um and 
Okay, again, another advice to anyone who wants to become a fashion blogger. Um, test the market. Try to have a unique style, okay. and um, don't give up any other job that you're doing for this. Build yourself here. Once the money starts coming in regularly, then you can consider. Because throughout the year, every month is different. There'll be maybe two months where you don't get any money coming in. Okay. There'll be one month where you'll get like <clears throat> so much of money coming in. So it's very erratic. So yeah. don't leave your job unless you have like a sustainable flow of money coming in. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's the end of the. Just one question more. How where can they contact you and connect with you? So I am on Instagram at the rate soda dot. That's a full stop. Soda dot pop dot love, okay. and uh, I'm on Twitter at soda underscore pop underscore love. Okay. You can also watch my listen to my podcast at hdsmartcast dot com. Uh, you can search for Five to Thrive, uh -huh. and that link is in my bio as well on the Instagram page. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, I have a website, but not been updated in some time. But I'm planning to activate it soon by the by April. So that is called Soda Pop Love, Soda Pop Love dot com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So thank you very much for being here. I'm just grateful that you came, and uh, you know we had an amazing. Uh, you know, I would say this was one of the best conversation I ever had in this recording period. Uh, because from Thank last three days, I'm just doing it, and uh, this episode is filled with all the you know things which are required to have a successful podcast, and you you help me a lot in this. Thank you very much for being here. Thanks, Lakshya. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.